Hey, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of O Jeremiah Talks. I'm so glad you're here. We've missed you. Or maybe this is your first time, which we're glad you're here. You are always welcome. If you want more stuff like this podcast, uh, you can go to our Patreon page where there are two different tiers. There is the podcast tier, which you get a bonus part of every episode that we don't post. And there's also a music tier, which is unreleased songs and demos and that kind of thing. We've released three singles on our Patreon that we have not released to the public yet that we're really excited about. So if that's of any interest to you, head to our Patreon. Just search O Jeremiah on Patreon and you will find us, I promise. This episode of the podcast is wonderful. We talk about in and of itself. It is a new movie on Hulu that you just got to see. There's no other way around it. Also, Erin talks about her first day in class, which if you listen to the last episode, you know it's a big week for her. And we just, we catch up. We're we're a married couple that, that get to have these long conversations right in front of your very ears. And this is a fun one. I had a blast doing this one. I think Erin had a fun time too. So let's get to it. Oh, Jeremiah Talks. I want it to be you talking on the intro. I know we Yeah. Okay, tell me about how your day is going. Because uh, today was the first day. First day of classes. First day of classes. How did we feel? Uh, you you told me that you cried at least once. At least once. And well, when I left when, it, when I left today, you were very was I flustered. You were very flustered. That sounds about right. Um, yeah, I'm feeling good. I definitely, I definitely know that I need to determine a schedule because. What time is it? It's like 3.30. It's 3.22 as we're on Monday afternoon as we're recording this. I took a, like I started at 9 o'clock this morning and I've only taken one like 20 minute break. Yeah. So, I mean, what do you have to do all of it on Monday? Like what? What's That's the... a good point. I think I finished most of it today. So you have a week to finish each module and I'm God. already on. How, how pretentious is this? Stop. You got modules? Come on. I'm already on module, like, I'm already over every time, halfway through. Every time you say module, I want you to fail a test. So that's just where that's I'm kinda, at. That's rude. Yeah, thanks. Does that mic just give give? Yeah, it's like it, it was falling. Got it. I think I got it now. Uh, so, yeah, I, I need to determine a schedule, like, some some kind of fears. But here's another issue. I, in college, I would always have to cram for tests because I would... I'm not I'm not very good at like audibly listening to someone and remembering what they say. I have to like take notes and then also like type up those notes and then also read those notes out loud to yeah, like really submit there, there's it. There's like auditory learning, there is like learn by doing like there's terms I, for these. Yeah, but mine is like do all of them. I am the and then same. You, you, yes. Then you might actually remember what Nothing they said. Nothing sticks. Yeah, it's hard for things to stick for me. So what uh, I what I, my favorite thing is whenever you're like talking to an older person and you're like, oh, where's that gas station? And they're like, where well, you gonna take a left down forty five? Sure. And then the next thing you know, they've given you a hundred directions. Yeah. And you just don't have it in you to go like none of this is sticking. I'm going to GPS this the second I walk away yeah, from you. Yeah, totally. I, and that's what every teacher is like to me. That that's how that's how I was. And so the like I had like 
I didn't know. I had like a, th- I forgot my GPA was like super high or it's always been like pretty high, but it's only, it's not uh, my test taking. No, listen, it's not my test taking. It's because I'm incredibly responsible. Yeah. <laughs> so like I would always do the assi- like assignments, whatever, but test taking was like multiple choice specifically is very hard for me because I like get super tripped up and like knowing for sure which one is right. And I always pick the one that's like almost right, but not quite. Right. And, um, but anyways, we have a quiz at the end of each week that I have to take. And so my point is that like, I don't think I'm going to be able to lock in a system until I've done my first week of classes to know like how well I do on the quiz. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so like for, I, I will say overall, I'm so incredibly impressed with the program as a whole because they send you, if you're ever like in your head about like, am I doing this right? you get an email that's like, here's a tutorial video for what you just did or what you're about to do. And as someone that's like afraid of technology, I'm so thankful for that. Girl, you are like, I'm trying to, I want to build you up. I want to fight in your corner. I want to be like an unending river of patience for you. Mm -hmm. The second a computer is in front of you, you are unbearable. (laughs) Yeah. But I think this is going to increase my confidence. Okay. It has lowered my confidence in your confidence. Thank you. Because I couldn't log into the course last night and I started And not only that, you, this morning you had a little breakdown because you were like, how did everybody already upload things? And it was, I was just like, oh, this is going to be a rocky 10 months if if this is how it's starting out. They told us not to submit anything until today. And those jokers got on there last week and submitted the first assignment. And so it made me feel like I was behind. But I'm like, Erin, calm, take a deep breath. We're also all in different time zones, so that was overwhelming me. But um, I've already Did had Did you someone... get this overwhelmed in college? Yes. Really? Yes, but the good news is that I always, like, what I did was I sat next to a friend in class, and I would always be like, what did they just say? And they would help me. <laughs> And they would also help me in like computer lab. They'd be like, turn your computers on here and then enter the password. And I said, hey, Sally, uh, did I do that right? What was the password? Like I would always have verbal confirmation that I was doing the right thing. So and so explain to me, you always told me when we were dating, like, I just love school so much. I I love school. I do. I personally, as an outsider, just looking in on your life. It doesn't look like I love it. It looks like the last 24 hours have been the most miserable in our marriage. Oh, that's for you. not true at all. Just the overwhelm. Like, guys, I don't like feeling overwhelmed. Maybe you're I like. I think a- I've managed it really well. Whoa, girl. <laughs> we got two different things happening. Babe, I feel like I've managed it really well. I left this morning thinking there's a chance she's just going to straight evaporate from anxiety by the time I get back. Well, like, I know I'm doing decent because, like, I submitted the first assignment and, like, didn't ask you to look at it. Yeah, and and I'm trying to again. I I feel like I am. I do a really great job fighting for you, but girl. <laughs> yeah, it's over. I'm allowed to be overwhelmed though. Oh, a hundred percent. And you are all the time. Okay, and I'm stop, here for stop. it. Stop. This so morning anyways, it was level ten though. I was definitely like. <laughs> Because I had my breakfast, had my coffee, and I, like, sat down. I made you breakfast and coffee. This was the first, yeah, the first thing you did for the day was open your computer up and immediately melt. (laughs) Because it looked like everyone had submitted something before me. So I started to think I was behind. I don't like that feeling. I like to be in with the flow, okay? Okay. So anyways, I, but then I had, like, a very 
reasonable, like, okay, let's just slowly do this. I carefully took notes on everything. But another thing that's great about the program is, like, not only do they send you these baller, like, tutorial videos that are, like, so easy for even me to understand, but they do, like, uh, like the first week. Like, we're not given these big major task like one of the things I just went through was like look at next week's task for this specific like subject like how to speak to a client whenever they tell you that they have this problem Mm -hmm. and they're like why don't you just go orient yourself with what that looks like for the following weeks but this week you don't have to submit anything right and so it's just like very slowly introducing you to it so that you can be confident in it and I really appreciate that yeah and something I was like kind of freaking out about the program last night with our friends yep. that we were hanging out with. Yep. And my friend said a really good thing that was I've said in my mind all day today. She's like, Erin, you're paying them to take this program. Accurate. So, and so I, honestly, I've literally said that to myself like a bunch of times today because it's easy to be like, I was listening to like one of my favorite podcasts is the Life Coach School with Brooke Castillo. And she does like very specific like uh, things that you can be going through in life. Like she'll have an episode on trauma, on anxiety, on grief, on like one I listened to yesterday was like, you are worthy, you know, just like really good mental health stuff. But she was saying that um, whenever, like, I already lost my train of thought. (laughs) I was going so strong too. I was listening to that podcast. No, that's what you do. That's your move is you like, you come at the beginning of the story with a lot of vigor. Yes. and, And I'm, as Could I'm you tell talking, I was? Oh yeah, you do this all the time. It's really adorable. Oh, it's so annoying. Because you'll be like, it's so annoying. you'll be it's like so addressing annoying. the community. You'll be like, ladies and gentlemen, we cannot stand for it. What did we come here for? Oh, wait, it, I got it, I got it, I got it. And you do that every I, it time. Drives me nuts. I think it, it drives I think me nuts. You do it as like a I as think like I'm a tension builder. You're like, you're like, oh my gosh, I totally forgot what we we're talking about. I think it's a nine thing. No, like I mean it. Because you're like bailing. Wait, babe, don't let me forget it okay, again. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm done Shoot, talking. Jeremiah. I'm done talking. Go ahead. So we're. she was talking about how in the dynamic of education, we've always been taught of to have like an authority over us that is critiquing how we're doing. Okay. Instead of like we being our own like managing, celebrating how we do and our success and things. And so, but whenever I entered this course and I got introduced to my instructors, I instantly felt small in that power dynamic of they are teaching me, they are over me because they grade and evaluate me. And it's like, not everything in life is graded. So why, so we come out of like education systems feeling tiny because we've been graded the whole time. Yeah, we just have such a different experience with our ego, I think, because I'm the opposite, I think. Like when I'm stepping up, like I'm trying, I just applied to to go for this mixing, um, like an audio mixing workshop. Workshop, yeah. And when I go into it, he's like one of my heroes. If I got s- selected to do this, he's like one of my heroes. Right. I would be like, he's so lucky that I'm in his class. Really? Even if you were graded? Even if I was great, even if I failed it, I would go, he's so lucky to see my crappy work. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I don't even think that. It, I, no, I, I think the opposite of like what she was saying. Well, of like, you, uh, you even pointed it out to me one time that I have no problem asking for instructions. Oh, I hate asking for help. And you legitimately like are afraid to ask someone like where the Eggo waffles are in the grocery store. Can I just tell you really quick? No, I'm not afraid of that. 
Okay, then give me an example of something you are afraid of. No, I mean, I guess that's a decent example, though. Yeah, that's I don't, a perfect that's example. That's a decent one. But um, can I say really quick, though, is how, how I use the example of like being in a computer lab and having a buddy. That person that I told you that was messaging me on Instagram, like I essentially found my computer lab buddy today. Yeah. So like a bunch of the introductory activity was like, we just kind of want to get to know a little bit about you. Can you post like why you're doing this? Like what's kind of got you into this field of curiosity of like nutrition and stuff. And I started talking about my sister and made myself cry. So like I sent you, it to you've her. You've been all over so, the place. And today. my eyes are like heavy from today. Do you know what I mean? Cause like I've been looking at a screen for seven hours and I'm just like, <laughs> and honestly your hair is a little bit all over the place with the lighting and with everything going on. You look a little bit like Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I, I couldn't think of a way to tell you that with it not hurting your feelings. But I think the fact that you're wearing overalls and your your hair it's is the like... Overalls. It's overalls. And I haven't fixed my hair because I'm going for a walk later with a friend. But I like, know, but it's it's just like a lot. Like I feel I'm also like, wearing the same outfit from yesterday because I didn't want to decide what to wear. I said, well, that's on the floor. This is just not a great <laughs> testament to how well we're going to do over the next 10 months. You know I what really I mean? I it's not. But can I just say I'm really thankful for the chick in the class that reached out to me. She's so nice. We're in the same group and i'm feeling like confident but i'm also just like uh, like very yeah. like uh what would you say just like uh unbearable wait what <laughs> so it's just it's been a long day yeah it's gonna my my patient's heart is gonna grow three sizes over the next 10 months good because that's I, really sweet no no i i i'm not uh i mean it in love yeah but i because for me, I'm always like, everybody out of my way, I have to conquer this. Yeah. And I just, I feel like our experience is so different. Like, yeah. I, because my father was this way and my father taught me to be this way. And I'm learning now in my 30s that this is not the way. It's not the only way, which is, uh, for example, that one time you were in full running gear, sitting on the couch, whining that you didn't want to go for a run. And, I, me and my dad would go, well, just do it. Just run. Just do it. Don't st Like, what are you talking about? Like, get mm -hmm. it over with. Mm -hmm. And it like, just because it's easy for me doesn't mean it's easy for you. Yeah. And that's going to help me learn that like. My approach to class is going to look so different than how so you would different. approach to anything. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, uh, yeah, like I'm feeling confident and like, I definitely got more done than I needed to. Yeah. Um, today which is good because i have till sunday you know but right um yeah it's just I, I that whole mindset of like the simple mindset of no i am paying them to give me this education yes they are testing me and evaluating me because i'm paying them to yes and you don't think about that you know like i think music school really damaged me in that way and that i just thought i as a person was being evaluated i didn't think the education that they were giving me was being evaluated. I thought I was. Hmm. That's a great point. Do you know what I mean? And it like shook me up like pers like on a personal level. But it's also cool because there's in the introductory, like I was reading through some of them and there's another um, guy on there that's actually a musician. That's like his main thing. And so I was like, well, that's cool. What if it's just me? Like what if I'm that person? <laughs> And like I'm just trying to reach you out to be your buddy, early yeah. just to like get on my nerves. Yeah, just get on your nerves. But no, I'm yeah that that chick that reached out to me, I was like, oh, this is so comforting. Like, I literally said, cool, I have a buddy to reach out to, and she said, yeah. So that's amazing. Watch out, sister. Okay. Every day. How do well, I do this? 
we got to talk about <laughs> in and of itself. Yeah, of course. Of course. What do you want? You, you want the moon? Just say the word and I'll throw a lasso around it and pull it down. So I listen to Fake Doctors, Real Friends. It's the pod. It's the Scrubs rewatch podcast. Twice a week. Twice a week, Tuesday and Thursday. If you were into Scrubs or if you're into Zach Braff or Donald Faison separately, it is a really great time. Mm-hmm. It's it's been one of my favorite uh, entertainment things of COVID yeah. because it it exists because of COVID, right? Right. And it's on iHeart, whatever. Zach Braff, who I've been a fan of since I was a kid. Uh, usually mentions these things he watches. He watches more television than I can imagine anyone watching. He just, that's what he loves. He loves consuming movies and TVs or whatever. And on the podcast, he he always gives recommendations. And he recommended this movie on Hulu called In and of Itself. Mm-hmm. And I, the way he described it, I was like, this is either going to be really great or like not for me, and I'm gonna know it immediately. What did he say that made you want to go for it? Because you haven't taken any of his other recommendations, have you? I, I've taken no. I don't think I have. If I, mm, I can't think of any. Tbh, of them. I'm a little bit concerned that I, that how my hair just looks like Sonic the Hedgehog. You look like Sonic the Hedgehog for sure. Okay. Which makes me either Miles Prower or Knuckles. Is that why you're not looking at? Oh, me? now it looks like Knuckles because now you have the echidna. Babe, I don't really know who any of these characters are, so God, this is you hard. You are not a okay, Sega so, Genesis kid. So what did? Definitely not. What did he say that convinced you to watch it? He said, "It is the best thing I've seen in years," and I thought, "Well, I mean." As much stuff as he watches. He's like a writer. Yeah, he's a writer, director, actor, yeah. right? And he yeah. said, it's the best thing I've seen in years. Yeah. And the fact that he said, it's a live show. So yeah. on Hulu, a guy named Derek Delgadio, I think I'm saying his name right. There it is. He has a show called In and of Itself. And the thing about it that was intriguing to me is the one of the reviews I saw was it is a magic show that breaks traditional magic shows, right? And I don't really know magic shows. I don't so either. That was hard. I didn't really like yeah. that weird guy in high school pulled a quarter out of my ear, and that was the end of my experience with magic growing up. A guy gave me his number once with a magic card trick. I mean, that's a, that's just game. You know mm, what I mean? Is it? That's game for it's sure. Awkward. But I have no desire to to get into magic. Like it just stops. That's where it stops. But the storytelling aspect of it captured me w- within 30 seconds. It was, yeah, it was more of a story than magic. Yeah, I would say that it's 40 or 35% magic, sure. 65% storytelling. But I remember when this show was live because I had friends on Facebook that were in New York. They saw the show and they were like, that was the most mind-blowing thing I've ever seen. And I looked up. I remember the I Am cards. I remember the I Am But parts. I don't know from where. Just viral I mean, posts, probably. Sure. So basically, the show he performed 522 times in New York in an off-Broadway theater in 2019, right? In 2019, well, I guess. And I, I think it started in 2017. I think I don't know. Yeah. I, the dates are iffy. Yeah. But it's basically an exploration into his life and into your identity. Like, who do you think you are? That's a really good description of it. Yeah, and. I did not realize until I was watching it that that is something that I've struggled with over COVID. Oh, you didn't know that? No, no. I, I didn't realize the the weight of it. Or kind of maybe where it was coming from? 
Yeah, because you know, like... Because you've talked about your identity struggles a lot. Yeah. Over COVID. But to the point where it's taken me a while to go like, oh, I need therapy. That's what I need. I need to talk to a professional about why I feel like my identity is so important. Sure. Okay. And it, this is basically a Hulu special on that. Yep. And it, the way he tells the story, if you love like poetic uh, and, and I guess the term of it is prose, like the way he describes things is like very engaging and beautiful. The magic part of it is so simple that it's like, Everything is just candy. The magic is not the focus. It's not. It's like it's a vessel to tell the story. Yes. Like it's never like and the rabbit's out of the hat. Ding, 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 ding. Thanks for watching Hulu. It's like (laughs) here's here's what broke me as a child. And I learned how to get over it with these magic tricks. Yeah. But he shows you the magic trick and then he goes right back to. But here's why it hurts so much. Yeah. But. Going back to the identity thing, you don't realize you're hitting a nerve until it's too late. Like, I don't know my sensitive areas until you touch them. That's how I learn they're sensitive, right? And as I'm watching Mm. this, I learned that, like, maybe it's, like, the social media era or what? maybe, maybe it's just the era we're living in. But I feel like it's it's must-watch TV for people our age. Yeah. Because we've, you and I are like, you're almost 30, I'm 31, and I just realized that like a lot of our stories we made up to, to like fit this narrative that we made. And he basically shows you like what it's like to be seen. Like in, obviously there's only so much you can do in an hour and a half live show, but it's just like a very amazing look into what it's what his story is and what it feels like to be actually seen mm-hmm. like for who you really are and what that means. Yeah. The way he edited down what was necessary to tell you of his life. Amazing. was really amazing. It's like an autobiography in an hour. Yeah. But he just made everyone. Yeah. I guess he did make everyone feel seen. Yeah. So he, ba- so he starts the show and I'm, I don't, for your sake, I'm not going to spoil this. Yeah, for sure. But he starts the show you walk in and there's a wall of white cards that say I am and it's there each one has a different label I am an optimist and I realized if it was if I was at that theater that's, that's the one would I would have picked. gotten I am an optimist because I saw that card and I was like that would have been me really there is I am I don't know that I don't know that I would have known what to pick that's so interesting yeah it's like I am an artist I am a chef I, I, maybe if there's like a peacekeeper or something yeah so there's happened. there's this big wall. You pick the card that you want, whether you're being funny and you're like, I am a ninja or I am an optimist. And you go and you sit down and then the show happens to you. And yes. you don't think that that card matters, but that card super matters. Super matters, yeah. And I didn't – like I still don't have an appetite for magic. I don't know how – but I will say some of the magic that he did, like I don't even understand. Yeah, and usually when it's something like that, Whenever there's an unsolved problem in my brain, I, I like obsess about it. Yeah. Well, I'm kind of obsessing over the last one because like a card trick doesn't make me obsess over it. I'm like, cool, that's a skill and yeah. I don't need to know about that. Yeah. But the very last thing that he did, yeah. I don't even like that is kind of bugging me if I'm being honest. No. And I totally get the I, I just got to know how he does it. 
but the thing was, I had such an emotional reaction to it. Oh, my gosh. Like, it's one of the few things, like, True Detective Season 1, Fleabag Season 2, and mm-hmm. this movie. Like, it, I would pay hundreds of dollars yeah, to watch them for the first time. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. That's what I mean. Oh, oh I see. Like, I see. Like, I was you not prepared. That for the first time again. Yes. Oh, yeah. So here's the thing. If you're going to watch it, yeah, that's a good a good note. Like, super prepared to be fully engaged the whole time. And also be prepared to or be forget, open to it. Yeah, be open to it. And also be prepared to to not care about magic. Like, it's a magic show where magic, you just don't really care about it. Like, be, and also... I wouldn't even call it a magic show. I don't think I would either. It. I would call it, like, performance art. Yes, that's, a, that's a, probably a much more accurate presentation of it. But it is directed by Frank Oz. They filmed, like, 20 performances or something. They filmed a lot of performances, and it does a really great job... Uh, like interjecting different performances. Yes, to help the editing you s- was so good. Because it not only does it help you see how the show is made, but it shows you how much work went into it. It, well, shows, it shows you the impact it had on so many people. Yes. That's that's what I was amazed at. And, and they, they cropped together all the best moments, of course. But Yeah, and there are like, it's really amazing because he like talks to people in the audience and he never addresses that the person he's talking to is Bill Gates. Like... Or like super famous, yeah. Yeah, and it's like all the, the show picked up so much steam that everyone wanted to go. Everyone in New York wanted but to I go, But yeah. I looked up some of the people that were in the audience, and uh, I was surprised that like there were way more that I didn't even notice. Really? Yeah, like Ronan Farrow was in there, the guy that uh, like busted uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, wow. Not Jeffrey Epstein, sorry. Um, Harvey. Harvey Weinstein, sorry. A uh, Tim Gunn from Project One, right? He yeah. was one of the first people I recognized. Yeah, it's, it's this guy that um had a had a rough childhood and he found himself through magic mm-hmm. and he's like ready to talk about it or did he find himself through magic right <laughs> but i uh the i want to i wish i could just like know how his brain works yeah because there are there are legitimate geniuses that do magic where the trick is they have perfect memory like, and there's no one else that could do that trick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we, I was talking to I was talking to a friend that also watched it, and he was like, oh, he just does that mind palace thing where he just, like, instantly memorizes something. And it's like, yeah, he could tell me exactly how he did, does the trick. That would make sense. And I, that doesn't help me at all. Like, but I would still like to know if that's true or not. Yeah, and uh, Terry Gross had one of the big magicians on her show, and she asked him my favorite question anyone's ever asked a magician, which is, do you have any tricks that it's more impressive what you're doing behind the scenes than what the actual trick is? And the magician was like, yes. And she's like, can you tell me? And he's like, absolutely not. Like, what do you mean? Like, okay, so you're pulling a rabbit out of a hat. What's probably way more fascinating is how he hid the rabbit. Not the fact that he can pull a rabbit out of a hat. Sure. But aren't all of them more fascinating behind the scene? No, because like, for instance, there's a there's a magic trick where he makes he gets all of the spades out, right? Like and you're like how the heck did he get all the spades out? But what is probably way more interesting is that he has a sleeve in his sweater that's like that's what I'm saying, all of them are more interesting behind the scenes. Yeah, but I I guess I guess to me it's like the the point is not like it's so impressive you forget that they're even spades. You're like Oh, 
there's like so much that goes into this that it that's the fascinating part, not the fact that he can make all the cards a spade. Does that make sense? I think so. Yeah, and because uh, like like I found a quarter behind your ear instead of all the steps that got the quarter there. Exactly. Like it, whenever you learn all the work th- and the way he did it, like the fact that it was behind his hand the whole time, and you're like, oh, how did he get? Yeah, it? my brain is still telling me like. So all of them are that way, but I, sorry, I just can't. No, that's okay. And maybe, and maybe they are. I just. Also, I'm salty about Terry Gross, so I didn't want I that know. to be as the best question As soon as I brought up Terry ever. Gross, I knew you were just kind of like big fat eye roll. She, she bothers me She bothers bit. you so much. And you have a problem with no one. It's legitimately Terry Gross and then like that uh, person that cut you off in traffic in 84 or whatever. What? You know. I wasn't even alive. I know. I don't know what I'm even talking about. But I mean, I don't, I don't know her, but. So. I can I I would give it a ten out of ten review. Like if I was a movie reviewer at the Rolling Stone, it would have gotten a perfect score for oh, me. Oh, hundred percent Rotten Tomatoes. Yes, and the thing I love about it is he was as big as he could be in his little indie circle, and I legitimately think had it been on Netflix and had it hit the right algorithm, he would be a a worldwide celebrity. Yeah, how many? How many know. magicians are actually famous? I don't know. But it also goes to show that, like, you can make a perfect thing and still no one knows who you are. I know. Because I can't imagine ever doing anything as impressive as what he did. I know. And yet. He's not going to be famous. He's, I mean, maybe he will. But the fact that. He only had 26,000 followers on Instagram whenever I looked him up. Yeah. I, I saw. Uh, so we finally got a TikTok. LOL. I didn't. So O. Jeremiah got a TikTok just because I just wanted another place to post these videos that we're making. And I see these videos of these like 15 year olds. The the video I saw, it's literally an above ground pool and he cuts a hole in it and just lets all the water out. And he's got like a million followers. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know where people like Derek Delgadio where they get to live in the new climate of right. content, you know? Right. And I just, I hope that there's still a place where things like that can be on a higher shelf. Yeah, because you can't really categorize it. You can't. And it's like, part of me is like, I'm very thankful for the technology because we wouldn't have in and of itself if it wasn't for this like streaming culture, right? Yeah. And remember my my cousin Rob that does the pottery. He's like one of my one of my favorite people ever. Yeah. Yeah. What a hero to you, right? Oh my gosh! Like in every way. But I saw his post about how Instagram. It feels like it's become more about the person posting the art than yeah. the person making the art. And not a truer thing has been said. I feel like that's so true. Yeah, it's like I I can see content like I would say of all the things I get jealous of, I get jealous of people with a lot of followers the most. And that's honest of you. Yeah. Because you think that's what you need. Because I think that's what I need. And I think that's what's keeping me from from being at the level we need to be. To... You're convinced that that's what's doing it. And I know it's a lie. Like, right. I know it is. Right. There's some truth to it, but just enough truth to get me in trouble. Right? Yes, that's a good point. So there's just enough truth in it for me to obsess about it. Yep. And because in the way I know that it's not the truth is because if I'm really honest with myself and I look at those people that have that content that's going super viral, I look at it and I go, am I jealous of the art or am I jealous of the numbers? And I've never been jealous of the art. 
Like I've never been jealous of someone making content and be like, why can't I make content like that? I've oh, never, interesting. I've never said interesting. that. Interesting. Okay. It's always because like it's like I'm I'm trying to to police how much TikTok I take because yeah. it is very scary to me. Yeah. Like it is like a disco inferno in my phone when I just go through TikTok. It's just loud and I know. constant. But there is uh, like there are these videos where it's like big fonts. Everything's like super quick and everything changes really quick. Right. And I'm like, this is just like fodder for ADD and like just a quick 30 second content thing. Yep. And I'm like, I don't want to make stuff like that. So we've been doing things that I think are honest, which is just like playing stripped versions of our songs. Because like we want to participate. And I want to find what's true for us to be a part of it. And to be honest, the 30-second challenge is actually kind of cool. Yeah, it's like a nice way to be – because I told you that you can't complain about Instagram for being what Instagram is. Right. You Because social media is exactly what it promised you. Like it's being honest about what it is, right? Yeah. And so – but I know for me the thing I need is an honest representation – in the inside of the community that I want to be a part of. And it would be very disingenuous of me to be like, LOL, cut a pool open. Or, you know, like right. there's this, like a little kid goes up to his mom and says the F word and then just films it. Like that, I just have, there's no desire for that for me. Yeah. And I, the only reason I bring up social media is because I wonder, like, what if Derek Delgadio would have been like, oh, I just need to go viral on TikTok. We never would have gotten Instead that hour and a half of the perfect art. I, art. I know it is. Yeah. It is just, I, I can't, I don't think there's ever been an hour and a half where I cried that much. Yeah. Like. It was fast. It was fast. Like every time I thought I understood what the, what the movie was, it changed on me. Yeah. But every time it, it was significant and it was beautiful. And we even paused a good bit cause we were, I was making dinner in the middle of it. Yeah. And we didn't know we'd really have to engage the whole time. Yeah. So I was like, oh, shoot. Okay, pause. <laughs> yeah, pause it, and then let's talk about where we're at with it, come back, focus, whatever. Because at the beginning of the movie, it says, put your phone down, Give we, we appreciate your attention, you want to pay attention to this. Yeah. And I just feel like there aren't a lot of places in the world right now to where your full attention is required. Yeah. Because, I mean... When was the last time you saw someone driving that wasn't also texting? You know what I mean? I know. I get so mad at that. He he was so confident. I I envy. Just like smooth. Just only him on the stage with some props. With some props. and Just bonkers how that even worked out. So, so it looked effortless, but I know he spent hours working on that. A hundred percent. And... It's just the the amount of bravery it takes to go all in on something like that. All in. Is is worth the watch in itself. And you know, those seats got filled every night in New York because of word of mouth. Yeah. So could not rec I would say of all the things I've recommended, that's the highest on my list right now. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah, that's I, like the thing you're into. That is, well <laughs> that you wanna So that I'm not gonna make that the thing I'm into because Oh, okay. Yeah, because it was the theme of the show. But I mean you can. Well, I I also got new glasses. Did you notice how I segued it for you? That was very nice of you. Yeah. So the thing I'm super into this week, I got a new pair of Warby Parkers. You're so into them. I'm so into them. They're dressy. They're dressy because I'm a dressy boy. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> You are. But I, I've talked on the podcast several times about how if you're a bald dude, 
uh, you don't get haircuts anymore. So like you, to change your look up, my thing is getting new glasses. And I feel like I just got the dopest haircut. Good. You feel yeah. strong. I feel strong. I feel beautiful. And brave. And sassy. I need a new haircut. Uh, I'm here for it. Yeah, I know. Sonic the Hedgehog out here. <laughs> <laughs> Can you okay. show me a picture of him after this? Uh, no, because I'm afraid you're going to be offended. I mean, I'm going to look it up. Just go ahead and... Okay. I'm already offended, probably. Okay. While you're telling me, I'll look up Sonic the Hedgehog and we'll... Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Or the thing I'm into. Uh, I was. I already talked about her earlier, but the the life coach school... With Brooke Castillo, I get a lot out of that podcast. I don't listen to it regularly, but I listen to it whenever I need to go for a walk and like process my feelings. I'll kind of filter through her different episodes. Oh my gosh! No, no, I don't. That was your vibe. My ears are not on top of my head. No, no, I didn't say it was like a shot-for-shot shot remake. I are just, you saying because it's like smooth and then poofs out and then poofs out of the back? Yeah. So. Continue telling your very important thing I mean, it's into. hard to. Can you please close out of that image? What? I got to show you Knuckles and Tails, too. Okay, fine. Where's that? That's Who's that's <laughs> Tails. Which one? I can't. The orange one? The little fox. And then that's Knuckles. He's an echidna. Okay, and I looked like who? So, at first, when you came in to but sit down for the podcast. They look the same. Okay. Well, they're, I mean, they're animations. Yeah, just tell me. So, Sonic the Hedgehog. Is sure. he's like a super fast alien hedgehog. Yeah, definitely. And is when you came in, your hair was like straight back, like you just like ran in, <laughs> <laughs> much like Sonic the Hedgehog would do. And then I did run pretty. And fast. then when I called you out, I said, "Hey, Sonic," and you said you got all weird, and then you started like fluffing it out, and it fell down, much like Knuckles the Echidna. <laughs> <laughs> and then if you got a haircut like no. you're saying you would, you would maybe look like Miles Prower. Little okay. tails. Let's move on. So you can't see it in this image, but tails has two tails, and he can fly. Knuckles can glide with his knuckles. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're kind of cute. Okay. Yeah, the, that is my entire was this childhood. Like a TV show? Uh, no, it was a game on on the Sega Genesis, and then it's like know what that means. so. Sega was a no. competitor. No, no. Why are I have we doing to this? I have to finish my thought, and then we're gonna get back to yours. I promise. Uh, so Sega was a competitor to Nintendo. But everything they did was just less good, and Sonic was going to be like a competitor to Mario. Did you fall asleep? I just like... Okay, so get, go back to your thing that you're into. Anyways, That's even a Sonic face you were making. Just a little bit up. rowdy. Okay, no. go ahead. Go ahead. Anyways, the Life Coach School podcast with Brooke Castillo. I really enjoy it. Don't listen to it regularly. Listen to it whenever I have a specific mental thing that I'm kind of like going through mm. uh, a specific motion, emotion I'm processing, whatever. Um, so yeah, I search it and then I recommend just like scrolling through, seeing what resonates with you in that day, like what you're kind of feeling. She interviews people sometimes, but I prefer the ones of her just talking directly to you. Yeah. I love that. Uh-huh. Did you get fussy because of the Sonic thing? Yeah. I felt like we really talked about that for too much. I don't think it What if I come back from the hair salon and my hair is blue? I would have a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I love you. Right. Proud of you for day one. Yeah. I know. I'm not that bad to be around. I, no one said that. Uh, I did infer it. <laughs> okay. There it is. No, I'm here, I'm here for the next 10 months, and it's going to help me learn to love you in a different way, which I'm here Aww. for. Yeah. It's... I don't know that I could. I have space for loving you in a different way right now. 
Holy no, I'm saying, cow. I'm saying I'm not I'm not confident I'll have that growth relationally. No, because you don't have that's that's the only thing that's changing for me. You have a whole world changing. You don't have to focus on me. I'm your rock, baby. Oh gosh. Like you do you. I was mostly joking. I'll be over here just loving I wasn't you unconditionally. Trying to be a, offensive. I'm sorry. Did that hurt your feelings? <laughs> no. I think well, you did say I looked like Sonic the Hedgehog, so like this is hard for me. Well, was he an actual hedgehog? No, I don't know. You know, I never saw the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, but Ben Schwartz from Middle Ditch and Schwartz is Sonic. Do you want to watch it? No, because Jim Carrey is Doctor Robotnik, and I just can't. I can't picture it. You can't do it. Okay. Well, um, thank you for loving me well in this journey, and I love. I know you're gonna you say something so much. What's up?